Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. to you. Hi. I'm glad you're here with us on this very snowy, but beautiful, really is kind of pretty out there. Sunday morning, January 22nd. This is a show called The First Day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine show. That's what we call it. It's a very old show. I, on the other hand, am just 25. So, (laughs) you know, I wasn't here in the beginning. But I surely do remember it, listening as a kid to the First Day Show on Sundays, just like you're doing right now with us. And uh, we're glad that you're here. Uh, again, I'm Terry Stacy, along with producer Kylan Talley. Good morning. What better place to start your first goes. part of your day? Right here with First Day, Isn't that right? Nice. Isn't that nice? I'm with that. That's Denny Smith. Hey, girl. Denny Smith is here, too. You can hear him on Home and Garden Show with Pat Sullivan, Saturdays 9 to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But we're glad that you're here with us. As we mentioned, a little snowy. Here's what I saw on my way in this morning. Being very careful, mind you, coming in from Hancock County. I don't even care if it's not Christmas. The I got to see, once again, the lady uh, who I think might be a lady of the night crossing in Irvington. Today she was wearing... A pink coat made of feather, feathers. Got to, got a chance to see her this morning. And I got a chance, and you will too, to see 30,000 cheerleaders down here on the circle. I passed them on as the I was coming circle. in. <laughs> We've in got 30,000. It's called like, I think it's called like Jam jam Fest or uh, Cheer Fest or something. It's competition. But we have 30,000 people down here. I saw these young the girls cheerleaders. With, with tall hair and bows and, and All stuff. All the bows. Tall hair, though. Tall yeah, oh, hair. Yeah. yeah. The higher the bow, the better the better the something. I can't remember what it is. There's a rhyme there with the bow. (laughs) But anyway, they're all down here today. This is the last day that they're here. We're glad you all are here because you're from all over the country and I hope that you're having a good time. And I know the weather is a little little dicey, but you're all comfortable going to and from, I'm pretty sure. The uh, Down there at Locust Oil Stadium as well as the convention center, I think. That's what they're taking up. But uh, they're downtown too. Today is Dave the King Wilson Day. Here on the first day show. It's his birthday. It's Dave's birthday. Did you call him? Not yet. Not yet. You want to call him right now and sing? Works for me. You want to call him? Sing happy birthday Let's to him? Let's do it. Do you think he'll right. answer? Uh, he might, if he sees it's from the studio. And all we're going to do is just sing? Let's do it. All right. Let's call him up. We'll call him up. Kylan, you don't have his really number, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. But if you send it to me, I'll get him as soon as possible. <laughs> Okay, Denny does this for all of his friends and even people he barely knows. He'll call you on your birthday and he'll sing to you. And I don't answer purposely because I want it to keep it. You know, I like to keep them on tape. What I did for my birthday, 
I didn't answer, so he did it on voicemail, and then I called him right back before I listened to the voicemail, and I got it two times. Oh, and then you he got sent a me a new one. Do you, you got guys, a Do you guys know the story behind that? The song or the starting of the that singing? Was, that was written by Ruth Lyons of the Fifty Fifty Club down in Cincinnati, and it was written because the family that um, the guy that wrote the birthday song had passed away, and the family were fighting over the rights, and they wanted everybody to pay a royalty to sing the birthday song. And uh, So she wrote her own. She wrote her own, and it was kind of funny that uh, it made a lot of people mad, including my first grade teacher. And so Julia Allen taught us that song, you know, birthday. Oh. So and, and we, that's the only song we really sang in that class. So I learned that I back like in 19... 19- 1950s. It was a long time ago. 1950s, but still, that's when the song Lyons is timeless, it. and and it's a great way to hear it. So anyway, since Denny's going to be joining us here on Sundays, uh, send us your birthday request every <laughs> Sunday. We'll call the special birthday person. He'll he'll put his hand into a bucket and he'll pick out one of those names and we'll call him and wish him a happy birthday. Life. You know, Denny will sing, which is makes it so much more special. Do you know how many different birthday songs there really are? There's, oh, the, there's the Spanish birthday songs. There's the, uh, you probably, have you ever oh. heard the Oscar Mayer song? Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. You know, Hot yep. Dogs. Oh, Armor. wait a minute. Is Dave here? Dave? Hello. Dave! The birthday boy! It's your birthday. And here, here is Denny Smith with your big birthday <laughs> present from us on the first day. We should tell you you're live, by the way. Don't swear. Okay, go ahead. Okay, good. Thank well, you. today is your birthday, or so I've been told. What a wonderful feeling at clock years old. On a cake, there will be candles all lighted for you. And the whole world will be singing. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. There you go, David. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. It's always a look forward to hearing from Denny every year, but it was awfully nice of you to call me and wish me a happy birthday on the air. That was awfully kind of you, Terry. Well, you know what? You're a very special boy. <laughs> you are a very special boy. Are you having a birthday breakfast right now? Well, uh, kind of. Uh, um, uh, my, you know, I got several, we have several dogs. Yo, and, sure. Uh, and uh, little Mary Holman <laughs> had anal gland trouble. Oh, oh Dave. Dave. Oh, I'm so and sorry. So we, had, do you express those or do you let somebody else express those? <laughs> no, I had, uh, we're, I'm, uh, she is at the vet right now and uh, I am sitting out front waiting for them to call me and tell me to come back in and get her. Now there's a birthday oh, present. Let somebody else express your anal glands on your poor puppy. Little, yeah. Poor little Mary oh, yeah. Holman. She'll That's be all better. She'll good as new. Yes, good she as will, new. The other reason I called is are you thinking about buying the, the mug and bun? I think you'd be perfect Better even than Denny Smith Although the two of you together Can pool your money And the two of you could own the mug and bun well, you know that is a Westside institution, and uh, and it's a uh, it's a sizable investment. But at, at my age, owning a restaurant, I, I uh, oh my gosh, I just uh, that is a that oh is boy. a difficult difficult I endeavor. I know it. I know it. Yeah. All right. But I think somebody will buy it. I mean, everybody. The rumor over here is that Allison's is going to buy it because they bought most everything in that area there, but. I, and I know the current owner would like to uh, have somebody keep it open. I mean, there's so many great memories at that place, and yeah, and th- things that have happened, and uh, uh, you know, and plus I'd like to go by there and get a tenderloin on occasion. And, uh, <laughs> there you and, go. Uh, 
And every now and then, I like to uh, really battle my body with all the grease on a set of onion rings. What are those onion rings? That is oh my, my favorite. The onion rings so are my good. favorite, Dave. They're, oh, yeah. they're the real deal. Yeah, yeah right. but it's uh, hopefully if somebody purchases it and keeps it open. That's we, what we're we hoping hope. for. That's what we're hoping for. That's why we were thinking you or, or Denny. But we'll just let that go because <laughs> well, Little Mary Holman needs Dave's you. Dave's a restaurateur. He, he is. Yeah. Uh, little, tell, give give uh, Little Mary Holman our best. I will. I appreciate it. Thank you for thinking of me. I do appreciate it. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Dave. You are loved. All right. Thank you, guys. See you later. (laughs) Dave the King Wilson. Used to hear him here on WIBC and comedian all around town and you see him up at Sullivan. And good, clean humor. Good, it's clean not humor. the ornery type of humor. Nope. It's the good humor. I love birthday. that. And happy birthday to you, too, if you're celebrating today. Uh, good. We're trying to find out if, uh, if we've got good news when it comes to uh, the split. Uh, dot and opening up the I-70 westbound through that north split. It's supposed to open this morning. We don't know. They kept saying weather permitting. But we will find out and I let bet you know Matt if Bear it's good news. It I bet he does I too. Bet he does. I bet he, we only have an hour today, guys. We're only on until uh, eleven o'clock because we've got IU coming up, and Don Fisher will take it away with the pregame at eleven o'clock today. So we're glad you're here with us. Denny Smith will join us again here in the next segment as we talk about allowances and kids. And there's some information on um, some things you should not be buying for your kids if you are paying them an allowance. We'll talk about that when we return here to the first day on ninety-three WI. BC. Thank God you love me when you didn't have to, but you did, and you do, and he knew. Thank God for giving me you. Hi, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to the first day on 93 WIBC. Terry, Stacy, Kylan, Tally, Denny Smith, and we're here just for an hour or so. Be careful out there. Looks like uh, here right on Monument Circle, the snow has stopped. Just a little light flurries here and there, but uh, do be careful where you are because in some parts of the state, it's still snowing pretty good. We've got a big one coming in, so they say, middle of the week, so we'll wait and see what happens, you know. Shush you. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Hamilton County celebrating their 200th birthday, and the festivities kick off today at the Palladium at the opening ceremony. Josh Kaufman is your host with live entertainment, which includes the Moontown Pickle Stompers, and I know a lot of you are excited about that, too, just as I am. You get a goodie bag if you come. Seating begins at 2.30. The ceremony is at 3 o'clock. It is free, but you do need to download a ticket. Uh, TheCenterPresents.org. Again, this will be at the Palladium today for the kickoff for Hamilton County as they celebrate their 200th birthday. Um, All right, so... As I mentioned, Denny Smith is here. And Denny, this is kind of interesting. Kylan Talley as well. Um, There was some new information that just came out. I don't know how new it is. You know, you never know. I I trust it. Allowances. And according to selfsufficientkids.com, they posted a list of things you should stop buying your children when you start giving them an allowance. That includes number one, toys. Number two, art and craft supplies. Number three, library book finds. Number four, cheap trinkets, souvenirs and treats, clothing, which I disagree with, unless it's a special, you know, they really have to have that expensive pair of jeans, then they buy it themselves. But just your average every day, I'm growing up and I've grown out of this coat. I think perhaps maybe, I I disagree with that one. I'm not a parent. Uh, Data plans, number eight. So that I thought was interesting. And then it kind of led to the question about allowances and when I never got allowances. We got money if we needed it, but for the most part, we still did chores, and that was just part of being a part of the family. But at what age are you giving your kid allowances? Uh, 
obviously with the main goal of teaching kids about money. Denny, when did you start? Did you give your kids allowances? Uh, we gave them lunch money, but we had rules and we, we had uh, responsibilities. If they complete, they if Andy completed his responsibilities, then he got allowance. Then but as far as just giving money, I didn't grow up that way, and, and, and that's a good first point. We learn all of our money habits from our parents or from our grandparents. And uh, my grandfather was a good German Lutheran, and his rules were 10% of the church. 10% to the bank for savings, and you lived on 80%. Now, those have changed a little bit. We've added a second 10 or a third 10% in there for investing. But everything we know about money, we learn from our parents. And it's really interesting the generational things that you will see from mothers and fathers passed on. If mom and dad are making bad investment decisions, I can guarantee you that the kids will do that. So, you know, I, I'm in favor of allowance. But performance allowance, you, yeah. you, you've got chores. I mean, you're a part right. of the family. You've got to do some things. And then there's always that question of when. And, um, we're going to, if you just the first time hearing Denny, we're going to give you his credentials as well. But Kylan, did you get an allowance? I did not get an allowance. I had four other siblings. We did not have the ability to do so. But I know my parents would help me pay for if my friend was having a birthday party, right. they'd yeah. pay for the birthday gift. Right. But that was a about it. Really. How old we do you think do you chores. were when you really started thinking about managing money and budgeting and what money was, really was about? How old were you? How old am I right now? 23. You're, 20, you're 23, so you're just <laughs> so you're just learning. I mean, you just got out of college and you're, you know, Honestly, you probably are. we don't really get brought up with a whole lot. High school tries to do a little bit, but everyone just takes it takes it as a joke. And you know, so that's a good point. I'm a little bit suspicious of this uh, financial education thing that's going through the the legislature because I don't trust the schools. They've screwed up our history books. They've screwed up so many things, and I'm not sure I want to trust them with teaching other people about money. Learning about money is simple mathematics. I mean, you can put the curricula in there. Susie has three apples. She gives one of them yeah. to, to Sam. How many apples does she have left? Well, it, that's, you, you know, we can teach budgeting skills. In fact, there's a really good uh, website called Money Savvy Generation. Savvy is with two Ys. Money Savvy Generation. And they have budgets in there for teenagers and budgets in there for grade schoolers that let them save their own money, sort of like your your first 10 rules or eight rules. Don't buy your kids toys. Let your kids earn earn the toy by completing chores. And the, the basic rule we teach kids is don't spend more than you have. Right. And uh, whereas my mom and uh, my grandma learned on the envelope system, have you guys ever heard of the envelope system? Uh-uh. Okay, the envelope system was you labeled all of your envelopes for rent, food, uh, clothes for the kids, all this, and and dad would bring home the money and put it in mom's. And I, I'm not being sexist here; it's just, just that, how we, that right. was the provider. Right. So he'd bring home the money, but he brought it home in cash. I mean, we were a cash transactional society up until about 20 years ago, and now mom divides it all up and puts the rent money in there, and and she divides it all up. And that's the envelope system, but we don't have that now. So I like now the we, envelope system. Oh, it is really good. We can good. still go back to that, Kylan. What about the envelope? You I like would envelopes? love the physical being able to see it right there. I think that's one of the hardest part because you can't see everything because it's. That's so how digital. we used to treat, you know, teach kids. You know, uh, grandma and grandpas want to give money to kids, so they want to give a twenty dollar bill to a grandson. Don't give him a twenty dollar giving bill. Give him four five dollar bills. That way, he starts to subdivide in his own head. Okay, five dollars I get to do something with. Five dollars. Okay, Dad, I'll put it in the savings. And five dollars. 
That's a little bit too much to give to church, but okay, I can do that. What do I do with the other $5? Well, then you can teach them about investing and stuff. But anyway, that, that all started from the envelope system. The envelope system has gone generational. I mean, it was the envelope system was used, used way back in the 1800s. Denny is going to talk to us more about this. Uh, should we take a break yet? Kylan, you tell me what to do. Yeah, we'll take a little bit in a moment. Okay, in a moment. Um, but Denny, you have, this is your background. That's why we thought we would talk to you a little bit about kids and money and education. What's so and, funny? Yeah. Because you've got, this is what you do. So It was so funny. Yes, I'm a master plumber. And yes, I'm a master HVAC technician. And yeah, I'm a master gardener. But... My profession, I'm a, I'm a certified financial planning professional. Uh, I went to, scholar, uh, to college for the family to run the books and do all the finance for the family businesses. And I'm an MBA with a, the, my focus was in personal financial planning. And I love doing it because it's a great way to teach people how to get out of a rut. You can't believe how many people are probably listening right now. How the hell do I get out of this mess that I've got into with credit and this, that? And well, just we, coming off the holidays. And just coming off the holidays. Yeah. Well, a good way to start would be the envelope system. But now we've got new rules and new, new tools that we can use. Okay. Well, and so what do you have an, a thought as to what age when people do want to give their kids allowances and start teaching them about money is some say as young as three or four. Uh, I don't think conceptually, young? at least by four or five, but I think two and three conceptually, they, they, they can't get it. They, we, we do want to reward good behavior. But one of the things we never do is we never punish because of bad money behavior. We, we use it as a teaching example, but we don't punish people. Like we don't ground them for spending too much money. We let them work through that and learn from it. But okay. A wealth of knowledge right there. I yeah. cannot wait to hear more. Oh. Okay. Oh gosh. All right. That's and we'll talk of... about the book I brought in for you too. Yes. Oh, that'd so. be good. All right. Hey, uh, 32 we... degrees. We have some light snow flurries downtown. Yes, Kylan. Can we do some trending? Want to? Oh, I would love to. Do it. Okay, well, yeah, first. Yeah, let's see what's happening right now. What's trending in let's the WIBC newsroom. Let's right to our traffic center. Matt Bear is, is driving the roads right now. Matthew. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. boss. <laughs> well, last week we got uh, west to east. Are we going to get east to west now? No. I don't know because I went the wrong way. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, okay, here's what happens. I, I get on Emerson, I go to 70, because we're trying to find out if westbound 70 is open in the north split. Right. And, uh, like it was supposed to happen today, but then I see the snow on the ground, so I'm going, I'm going, I'm all happy and everything. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> and then I exit in the left two lanes, because I'm thinking, oh. I don't know what I'm thinking, but that's what I do. And yeah. all of a sudden, these concrete walls come up on my sides, and I end up... Uh, <laughs> I end up by the hospital on the north side of downtown. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Uh, I think there's another interstate there called 65. Yes. And, um, yes. Yes. But here's what I've been told. I have been told Westbound 70 has reopened. Uh, I have been told by NDOT that it opened in the north split and that we should, that we are good to go for tomorrow morning's rush hour. Oh, so, boy. That's going to make a lot of people happy. A lot of people happy. Is Are the roads pretty in good, pretty good shape right now as far as the interstates? I bet they are, even with this snow we had coming through. Um, I, it's, it's fine. You can get around. Please turn on your headlights if you can. Yeah. Um, protect yourself. I mean, a lot of times, it's, it, if we just think of it as protecting ourselves, it seems to help out a lot. Uh, let everybody see you, that kind of thing. And, you know, there's your usual Sunday morning, you know, 
turning around in the middle of the intersection on Washington Street, that kind of thing <laughs> happening. But, you know, that's, that's Sunday morning on the near east side. I'm just having fun with that, you know, whatever. Well, even if you don't drive through that area, that's going to make a lot of people that are on the surface roads a lot of, uh, really happy because that's less traffic and congestion that uh, needed to take that route around as the split was closed. But here you go, guys. We're hearing from Matt Bear, the North Split Project. Westbound I-70 through that North Split is open. Open this morning, much to the delight of many of you. So, uh, Matt, you be wow. careful out there. I'm so glad you called. No, thanks for having me. It is a big deal. I mean, it's been shut down since the spring of 2019. So let's say 65 should be done at the end of April. Okay. All right. Hey, buddy, thanks. We really appreciate it. Be careful out there. And uh, we'll hear you tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. right here on 93 WIBC. Thanks, Matthew. All right. Be well, guys. 1030. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. We're here just for an hour today, about 30 more minutes, a little less than 30 minutes away. We've got IU basketball. They take on, is it Michigan State, I think, today? I have to look it up. I think it's Michigan State. Oh, that's terrible that I don't know right away. Yeah, IU versus Michigan State Spartans at Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Noon tip-off. Don Fisher's got the pregame coming up at 11 o'clock. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith and Kylan Talley. This song that you're hearing, you did hear also on the New Year's Eve celebration that Miley Cyrus had with Dolly Parton, if you tuned into that. This song, Flowers, has broke Spotify's all-time one-week record with 100 million-plus streams. Wow. That's crazy. In one week. I thought this was a guy. I'm a Dolly fan, but I'm not a Miley fan. Terry, I thought this was a guy. I thought this was a boy band. Terry Lynn? I thought this was in sync. Are your ears okay? I'm going to say, let's fix those okay, earbuds. Okay, okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Have you guys I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the number, no, the new animated TV series, Velma? Heard about it. Yeah, a little spinoff of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It has become the number one worst ranked oh, <laughs> animated TV series worst. in IMDb history. Who would be watching that? Yeah. Anybody? I, uh, apparently not. It's got 1.3 stars out of 10. Ooh, that's awful. I know. It's gone. In other good news, though, okay. astronaut Buzz Aldrin. <gasps> oh, Buzz oh, Aldrin. I'm so heroes. excited. Buzz Aldrin. You? He just got married on his 93rd, 93rd birthday. Oh, wow. Congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah. He'd known this lady for a long time. She's a doctor, I do believe, uh, but she works for him. I don't know the age difference, but he's extremely happy, and I think that's so the cool Colonel to see the happy The Colonel is known pictures. as a straight shooter. He really and truly yeah. is a good guy. Oh, I love that wow. story. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Um, what did I find about Buzz? Um, there is exci- he said he was as, as excited as an eloping teenager. This is his fourth Aww. marriage. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. That Dr. is the way to stay young. Enka Four. That's her name. Uh, anyway, okay, so we've got 32 degrees, a little light snow out there. In fact, downtown, I don't see any snow anymore. It looks like it's cleared out of this part of our state, but there's still some to the east of uh, the state headed into Ohio. Uh, we've got a big one maybe coming up midweek, uh, but right now it seems okay if you're out and about and doing some fun things. I know in um, 
oh, is it the Big Carmel has their big uh, fire and ice or fire or ice extravaganza, ice festival today. So uh, there are things to do outside, and and uh, and it's not it's not awful. It really isn't. Thirty two degrees, as I mentioned. Uh, Denny Smith, yes, ma'am. Can we continue our conversation? Absolutely. Educating children about we, we sort of ended money? up yeah we sort of ended up it's really important that kids need accountability uh, for money and if they do well we praise them if they do poorly we don't punish them we use it as an education tool and we refocus them now we might withhold additional money until they prove they can handle it but it's really important not to punish kids about money because then money becomes a negative connotation that we really don't want to go with but as far as adults, think of what we were talking about, you know. Kids make stupid mistakes. They're going to go out and buy stuff. But think about all the adults you know. They go out and they buy a new car because it just made them happy. Exactly. You know, so those are stupid decisions stupid. that we want to make kids understand that money's a tool. And if you treat it as a tool then uh, and you treat it right, it's really – you can anthropomorphize money. You can treat money as if it's a human being. And if you treat it really nice – It'll bring back uh, babies and grandbabies and make you wealthy. And if you treat it poorly, it'll leave you and it'll go a different direction. And so that's one of the nice ways to teach kids that money's a friend if you treat it well. If you treat it poorly, it, it, it just really will not work. You mentioned some different, you treat money like a tool. You mentioned some different things that can help kids try to understand money more and become more financially literate, money savvy generation, and then the envelope system. Are there any other tools that you would suggest for young adults or kids getting into? Kids getting into it. Okay. Well, if we have a two or three or four year old, I think a four chamber bank with a a slot for saving, spending, giving, and investing. A four slot bank is really cool. And Miss Beecham from the money savvy uh, generation, uh, website. She was a former banker and she realized she she had all these kids that were in her family and she was trying to teach them. For teenagers, there's a lot of neat tools now. Teenagers need to learn to budget. Uh, budget is nothing more than a plan and it prevents you from doing stupid things with cash. We used to have cash, we'd carry around cash and when a kid no longer had cash to spend, he knew that he had to go back and earn some more. Well, now with credit cards and debit cards, it's a little bit more difficult for them to understand when the money runs out. So there's a really neat website called Greenlight, which I think is funny. Remember Red Light, Green Light? I do. Red Light, Green Light. They have five different, or excuse me, they have three different uh, plans. One costs $5 a month, one costs $10 a month, one costs $15 a month. But it allows parents to absolutely monitor everything the child is spending the money on. They even have, uh, on, on the high end, they can tell you exactly where the child is in the store which I think is sort of cool from wow. their from their phone because they use it as a phone credit card. Sometimes it's a, a green card that they they can load, but you can also do it on your phone. So And that's know, Greenlight, you said Greenlight.com, Greenlight. Dot, Greenlight dot, Greenlight you right. think? And okay. I think parents need real-time monitoring just like we do on their internet. I don't think there should be any shame in a parent monitoring everything a child does. They they are at risk for so many different things. Our job is to raise them, make them productive adults. And if you can monitor their spending habits, you can correct early on. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we had Julie Case and I said, Julie, yeah. can you teach an old dog new tricks? And she goes, you can, but it takes a lot of work to break down old habits. That's why we want to get them when they're young and teach them, you know, save a little bit of money, spend a little bit of money, have a goal. It's really neat to say, Terry Lynn, if you had a money goal right now, if you were going to save money for something, 
what would it be? And you might say, I want this new Barbie doll that they've just come out. Okay, well, we need to start saving money for that. You teach a kid to set goals that are appropriate. And if the goal is stupid, as a parent, we can say, you know, that sounds like something that we might want to reconsider at a point. Well, we'll start with that, but let's start thinking about some other things. I mean, you have to redirect the child into thinking responsibly about money. I mean, that's our job. We're parents, we're aunts, we're uncles. And if you're an aunt or an uncle and you want to help a child, don't hesitate a second to give them um, dollar bills in groups instead of one big bill. Or take them shopping and teach them how to do, how to shop, you know. A clothes is a good one. I'm looking at two ladies here. You guys are very well dressed. You know, and I know <laughs> okay, that thanks. I, Sunday. <laughs> I think guys are as crazy about clothes as girls. I was not. But I do know that that can get out of hand pretty quickly. And you have to budget that. So teach them how to budget. Teach them how to think about money. Uh, earning, saving, spending, sharing. Those are the, the four little slots that we have to go through in life. I mean, we just finished the Salvation Army. That's at the end of the year. Do you realize how hard that is for us to raise money at the end of the year when people are they're getting ready to, you know, dealing with baby Jesus and Santa Claus? You know, they're, it, it, but that shows people, you know, how important it is to save money in order to share the money. So we've got lots of little things. Reward and praise is much more important than punishment. Um, Kylin, I gave you a book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Yes, it's now, right here. from about 14 <clears throat> to about 40, this book was written by Richard Clayson back in the 1930s. And it is a book about three guys that went to school together, Terry. One of them becomes the richest man in the world. The other two become knuckleheads. Well, I think one was a shield maker and one was a cop maker. Don't have two nickels to rub together. So they say, let's go see Arka. You know, he's the richest man in the world. Let, let's go see uh, who's the richest man in the world. Let's go see Elon Musk and let him teach us how to do it. So he go, they go and they, he teaches them everything. At the end of the first year, they were doing well. At the end of the second year, They'd lost all their money, and they are pissed. They go back to Elon Musk or Archon in The Richest Man of Babylon and say, you didn't, you lied to us. You took our money. He goes, no, I didn't. Did you do this? He goes, yeah, we did this. Did you do this? Yeah, we did this. Did you do this? No, we didn't do that one. Well, that's the most important one. <laughs> so that book that you have, uh, The Richest Man of Babylon, millions of copies sold, and it is the greatest lesson for young people to learn to use money. All right, Denny, that is really good stuff. And I know there were a couple of other questions we had when it came to, I mean, we start officially, I think we start filing our taxes tomorrow. Is that right? It's uh, the, we can start filing tomorrow, it's, I it's believe, the, right? It's the fourth week of January usually. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So fourth I think week. tomorrow we can start filing for taxes. So obviously we've got questions about that. And and uh, Kylan had a great question about, you know, should, when she gets married, should she have a separate account from her husband? And there's some really, uh, really good questions. And so let's finish this conversation either coming up. I know we need to get to Sam Fritz, who does our first day music review. We'll see how much time we've got coming up again. We're just here for an hour today, and so our time's coming up, but uh, Denny will be back with us again next week, too. Uh, glad you're here with us. It's 1046. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Waking up today, yeah, I just gotta say thank you, Lord. 
this song. I do. 1051. Thank you for joining us here on the first day on 93 WIBC. Be careful out there. Here's Sam Fritz with our first day music review. Music fans, it's time to fill up your concert calendar with events happening throughout the state of Indiana this week. Tonight, Indianapolis welcomes the SoCal Soul Trio, appropriately named The Sacred Souls, to the Old National Center. Show at 8 o'clock. Fort Wayne is the spot for rock and roll on Thursday. Humphreys McGee will be jamming at the Clyde Theater at 7, while Ani DeFranco is playing Embassy Theater an hour later at 8. If neither of those acts suit your style, then country band The Mavericks will be on stage at Indiana State University's Hatfield Hall in Terre Haute. Friday has a little something for everyone to enjoy. The Eli Young Band will be strumming along at the Bluebird Nightclub in Bloomington. Alt-rock group Magic City Hippies will take the stage at the Vogue Theater in Indianapolis. And St. Paul and the Broken Bones are providing Fort Wayne with some powerful soul. Finally, Saturday can be a good day with rapper Ice Cube and Hammond or a night of folk with singer-songwriter Jason Isbell and Shipshawana. It's a the all-female supergroup Boy Genius has returned and announced they will be releasing a full-length album in 2023. The three-piece band, consisting of Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridgers, formed back in 2018 when they released a surprise six-song EP. The upcoming album, appropriately titled The Record, is set to be released sometime in March of this year. Boy Genius immediately released three singles from the album, like the one you're hearing now, titled $20. This record could not come at a better time. While Dacus and Baker have both had varying levels of success in the music industry, Bridger's stock is high right now. Following well-received solo releases, as well as being a featured artist on albums by Taylor Swift, Kid Cudi, SZA, and The Killers, Phoebe Bridgers is arguably one of music's most public figures right now. And only time will tell if that popularity is going to translate into a rock and roll hit for the group known as Boy Genius. David Crosby, founding member of The Birds and Crosby, Stills and Nash, passed away last Thursday at the age of 81. Crosby's wife released a statement shortly after his passing saying that the two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer had died after dealing with what she described as a long illness. Shortly after the announcement, several of Crosby's contemporaries released statements honoring the musician, including the Beach Boys' Brian Wilson, Melissa Etheridge, as well as his former bandmates, Stephen Stills and Graham Nash. Crosby had kept busy in the years leading up to his passing, releasing four solo albums between 2016 and 2021. During this time frame, the rocker had been well aware of the fragility of life, stating in an interview with Rolling Stone, quote, I don't know if I have two weeks left of life or ten years, but it doesn't matter. What matters is what you do with the time. If you sit there on your butt and worry about dying, then you wasted it. I haven't been wasting it. Sooner or later, something is going to break. Right now, my life is great. End quote. For First Day and for WIBC, this has been your Music Report. I'm Sam Fritz. That's good. Thank, thank you, Sam. 1055 now here on 93 WIBC. Kylan? Denny, we were talking a lot about different financial advice for younger people, but for those getting closer, well, for me, if I'm looking to get married, I've heard both sides of, do we keep our our bank accounts together? Do we keep them separate? 
What do it, you suggest? It works both ways. Um, as a financial advisor, I would run into people who have lived 30 years and they've always had separate accounts. For me, it would be a matter of trust and confidence. If you and I were to get married, if I could not trust you with my money, then there might be an issue. Uh, relationships break up. This is the statistic. 70% of them break up because of money, Kylan. 70%. The other 30% is, uh, let's see, the intimacy and sex is 10%. Um, religion and politics is 10%. And in-laws. In-laws are 10%. Oh. But the number one that screws up a marriage is um, is money. So, I don't know. You, you might want to make sure, if you can't trust them with the money, you might want to look hard you know, and make sure it's the right one. <laughs> Thank you, Denny. Some of the resources Denny mentioned, of course, are Greenlight, greenlight.com. Also, the Money Savvy Generation, uh, some of those tools. And, Denny, thank you for talking to us about money today. Yeah, and you can send me an email at Denny at WIBC.com. I, I answer them all. Yeah, and the book you gave to Kylan, what was the name of the book? <laughs> the Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson, <laughs> C-L-A-S-O-N. Okay. All right. Oh, it's been a short morning, but we're glad that uh, you had some time with us today. Thank you very, very much for that. Be careful as you head out today. Uh, we've got coming up IU versus Michigan State Spartans at Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Noon tip off, but Don Fisher's got the pregame coming up next. 93 WIBC. No. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning.